There we okay. go. Cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the magic begins again. Yes, back at it, and and hopefully we record, and it doesn't sound like complete ass. And I would like, I would like to apologize to everybody who tried to listen to the live show and just heard. We tried so hard. <laughs> oh, we tried it. It worked when we tested it. Yeah, but it sounded really uh, good. Yeah, it sounded fantastic. Um, but uh, welcome to uh, Pencil Vomit. I'm Adam Farster. I'm Bill Hallier. And we are back uh, recording um, on a Thursday, which is yeah. uh, which back is in nice. The studio again. Back, back live and in person. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we uh, had some time off, uh, just other things going on, and um, we had to decompress from the Northwest, the excitement that was the Northwest oh, Indiana Comic Con. Incredible. So much mm. going on. So many so much, people. I couldn't so believe many, it. So many people. And uh I had uh, a bunch of proud dad moments um <laughs> oh, over man. over that day. But um just the amount of people who came out and supported us and Gorilla Publishing and um the people who ignored us during the live show. I mean, I want to really <laughs> thank all of you uh for oh, that. They were so great. They were so, so gracious. gracious. Yeah. <laughs> of oh. course, it turns out uh, apparently it was really hard to hear, even in the yeah. front row. So um, maybe it wasn't really their fault. They just gave up after a couple of seconds. <laughs> yeah. I one look and they knew two white guys with a podcast. Uh <laughs> I've had my fill of this. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've, I've already listened to this every, one. Yeah. <laughs> I know where this is going. Uh, but no, it was it was really cool. Um, it was the first time that I had tabled at NWI in a couple years. And uh, I didn't do it last year, but uh, uh, this year, I mean, it was it was exciting to to be out there and see people I haven't seen in a bit. Uh, the vendors and, and artists and everybody else. And um, I got some cool books. Uh, I got a cop. I my copy of Wolf Hunt from from Roth and man, I came back Andrea. with a stack of exciting yeah. comics that are so yeah. cool, and and more than seventy five percent of them are, came from the Gorilla Table, right? Right, like <laughs> which is amazing. Last Unicorn and Marty and Spud, yep. and uh, like yeah, I mean, our our friends are making cool shit. So. They really are. <laughs> they are. I mean. <laughs> It, it, I'm I'm envious of uh, the creative output uh, from from everybody, and That's fantastic. Uh, looking at kind of the future uh, of what's going on with those guys and uh, what's going on over the next year or so, I mean, there are going to be some so, some fun stuff coming out of the Gorilla Camp. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Going to be some really cool stuff and stuff stuff we can't talk about. Yeah, secret stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man, man. That, is, that is hard. That's hard. Yeah, you it know? is. It's hard. Yep. That's that is definitely something uh, you don't think about at the beginning. But like, be, you know, a, a big a big part of being an artist is is a solitary. You know, you're in your studio. Yeah. You're in your office. You're by yourself somewhere, working for for hours. You know, right. on on a on a, some image, a project. You know, um, 
And if you're working on something that you can't talk about or, uh, you know, you're right. trying to keep back, you know, it's not coming out for a year, you know, often when you're working on a, a comic or a book, um, sometimes it's a year, it's two years, three years right. before it yep. sees the light of day, you know, and uh, on some of these commercial projects I've worked on, some films has been, you know, a two year wait until the film comes out. Uh, uh, it's often six months to to a year before a commercial I worked on has come out and I, you know, I can't, they don't want me putting any of that artwork out yeah. in the world until it comes out, you know, like, Oh, just, you know, you got to wait till that is released officially before anyone else can see it. So it just sits there, you know? <laughs> and those of you, those of you who, I mean, that answers a question for some people that follow us is like, why isn't Bill posting like, stuff of his own uh, like on on your social media challenges or, or channels and it's because sometimes you can't you just yeah. you just can't most of the stuff i work on during the day yeah i can't post until a year later yeah <laughs> easily which yeah. so cr so crazy to have that kind of time gap because by the time that hits you may forget I, that you I even have done definitely that definitely have yeah it's a lot of times it's Slip my memory. I'm in the middle of something else now, you know, something mm -hmm. that I won't be able to talk about for another year. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. Weird. And then age on top of that, you're like, did I do yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. I, I did what now? <laughs> <laughs> I did what? Where? Uh, yeah. So um, I guess that kind of, that, that could lead us into our, our first thing. What are you working on that you're excited about right now? Or that you can talk about that you're excited about. I'm actually in a rough place right now. Oh, I am, like, let's talk about it. I am. Uh, I've had it's 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 I've had it's great stuff. Uh, I've had a, a lot of work. Yes. Um, which is was awesome, uh, but the work has been unfulfilling and yeah. a little sad. And the uh, the changes in the business are are getting more and more obvious, and the I don't you know the AI stuff is getting more and more prevalent, and it is um, it's it's been getting me down a little bit, um, right? And this last week was um, a particular bugbear at the beginning, um, and I really had to look for ways to um look at it differently to change my thinking okay um, uh, basically this this job started with here is a file folder with hundreds of of images oh. created by ai and here are the 10 or 12 that we've narrowed it down to that we um are going to use these are the this is the character that, here that they're going to use that was created by that, AI. that was created by ai um, but the, the way we build our decks when we're pu putting these things out um, hasn't caught up to this new paradigm. So we need, we still need sketches in the deck. So can you make sketches that are working their way up to what the AI has put out? Um, so essentially you're working backwards yes from yeah. final project and then bullshitting your way to a concept Exa exactly yeah the, the like the, the deck used to be you know you would 
have these sketches as you work your way up to final project. So, and, and as you did that, yeah. you naturally come up with 10, 20, 30, a hundred, you know, idea sketches, ideations, working your way up to that finished project. Well, here they started with the finished piece that they'd made over the course of a couple of days with, with the AI and they want, they still needed those sketches. And it was a little daunting, at, yeah. you know, because these final images are nearly Pixar quality, fully rendered, you know, lit uh, images. And I'm, I need to now do artwork um, working up to that. Um, and it really was a stumbling block for me at the beginning. The first couple of days, I was, I was having a lot of problems. Um, I can but, only imagine. But I did. I have come to some um, realizations working on this project, and um, some of those realizations are that uh, some of the the ideas that you get from that ideation stage, that yeah. initial sketching stage, are still needed they are still invaluable and they are not being produced by the ai right so even though they've come to me with what looks like fully fleshed out finished things they aren't and you still need to go through those stages you need to you need to spend time with this character and realize oh hey um you there's all sorts of parts of this character that ha haven't been designed because they're covered up by this right. or that, you know, you don't know. They, no one's thought about how the character moves or how it exists in the world, you know, and um, they haven't realized that. Oh, I, you know, it's a cool shape standing in this yeah. pose, but if you put it in any other pose, it looks crazy and weird. You know, there are still all sorts of things that need to be figured out, you know? Um, well, there, so there I, are the iterations of that too, right? So like when you create a model sheet, for mm -hmm. example, yeah, and you're creating a full turn of a character and you're creating like the three quarter pose and you're like the front back side, and then you're doing detail views and like, uh, like all these things, AI is not doing that for you. No, not yet. They're just giving you a rendered yeah. image yeah yeah that's so, so it, i mean yeah your importance is still there well yeah it was um it, it was just finding like realizing that there's definitely stuff that's still needed still necessary to do and that it's just because the way i used to do it was coming you know uh coming at it with the sketches first those those sketches are still necessary to figure a lot of that stuff out and um they're 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 really not married to that thing you know I, it's like a ch I, I find it was like a challenge like all right how much of my own stamp can i get on top of this ai you know what i mean like i challenged myself to find ways to like make it better make it more yeah. interesting than the way that they had already you know created it um and I thought that was an interesting way to come at it as well for me, you know, um, because that is a big part of it. You got to keep yourself yeah. interested in what you're working on, <laughs> well, uh, even if it's very uninteresting. 
I know? try to tell my students because like when I assign something, I mean, it is your art director assigning you a project, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. And I give them kind of a big picture thing. And I was like, you have to find something interesting that you're going to want to work on for eight, 10 days, 12 days, 14 mm -hmm. days. And if you don't find something you like or that you're going to enjoy, you're going to get bored. You're going to give up. You're going to get frustrated. You're not going to find a way in. So make it something that you care about, you're, you're passionate about, or something that you can relate to. Um, so if you, like even you, finding a connection when the problem's already been solved. Yes. <laughs> is, is because it's you're different. supposed to be the problem solver. Right. You're, you're supposed to have not necessarily the answers, but the tools possible, to yes. The yeah. yeah, absolutely. And an art director's job is supposed to let you do that, right? They're mm -hmm. like, they're supposed to give you the parameters to work in. Yes. But they're now giving you the parameters based on this algorithm or these these things because, oh, Jesus Christ, how did... How does that work in a co in a commercial setting, right? So you're getting this this creative deck that's coming to you based off this algorithm, which they can't own the trademark or copyright to. Right, right. Well, so if you're creating will definitely this... be changed, you know, enough that yeah. into something that they can own the copyright to. You know what I mean? So there yeah. is definitely that, um, and that's that's part of it too. You know, I mean, the, those these art directors. Um, it, it was, it was a problem with me, the way mm -hmm. I was looking at it, you know? Um, right. They had no problem with me coming to them with new ideas or changing things. It was just, um, this first time being presented, presented with such an onslaught of beautifully rendered yeah. final looking images, really, uh, it was a stumbling block for a minute, you know? And I needed to get over myself and get over that to get uh, back to working. You know, um, the art the art directors weren't they were just they just had a you know they just got a new tool that's very right. useful to them for for pumping out these things in an incredible short amount of time. You know, and it has um, got in the in the six months that we've been talking about mm -hmm. this. Okay. Things have grown exponentially. The yeah. algorithms and what they've 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 been able to do, like I, I seriously still hate it. But like some of the things that I have seen, I'm like, this is believable. Like yeah. this this has really become something that you can look at and be like, oh, why doesn't this exist? Why isn't this a thing? Or or like just. I don't, I don't know. I saw like a whole AI version of uh, Lord of the Rings. And <laughs> what it was, was the twist? it was really, I think it was Boschke and Peter Jackson kind of collaborated version of oh, the Lord of the Rings. So was it like animated or CG animated or it was, was it live C action? It was, def it was definitely CG, but it, looked Frazetta-y like it, it was it was really 
cool to look at mm-hmm. but see, i'm like making, i want to see these images it sounds awesome <laughs> yeah but at, at the same time like i look at these and like i want to like drop my phone and panic like i'm yeah. like oh my god it like it it's almost like it's a cursed object that i have looked at and like i've looked at the sun too long ah uh, yeah yeah and that's how i feel but i can only imagine like the creative side and getting that deck and being like just kind of almost being defeated to start it it was like that a little bit at the beginning yeah um so i had to find ways around that because that's that's no way to be (laughs) well for other people out there like how how did you get past that how did you find how, how did you find your in well that was just it like realizing that there is like just because it's got this pretty final image it definitely hasn't figured hardly it hasn't figured anything out you know it just looks like it has and there's still all sorts of things that need to be done um you know that it it hasn't done and a big you know when i'm drawing a character or a scenario i'm constantly you know like thinking about it the whole time asking myself questions about how it's going to look how it's going to move how these things exist you know and the ai isn't doing that you know right Um, so um i it was taking that even though it looks like a finish line taking that finish line and making it into a new starting line you know yeah um was really the way and that is it was that was definitely a big part of it having it there as the finish line was a killer for me right it it like completely killed my momentum my my whole impetus you know yeah so that is that is no way that was no way to look at it you know with that uh hanging over you there but if you just look at it as another it's just another starting place you know it's right it's basically just the art director or the studio they're just better at describing to you what they want now yeah it's really what it is okay you know what i mean there are still so many things that need to be figured out and again like you said things that definitely need to be changed because they can't copyright no matter how good that final thing is right now, that thing isn't copyrightable by anybody. So it's got to be changed enough that it is a new thing and that it can be owned by the company that's hiring you to make this thing. So that is definitely something that needs to be uh, rolled in there. And that means like, what is it like 25% difference? At least it's got to be yeah. there's a lot of stuff that's got to be different in there, you know, but this is the chicken or the egg question. Now, when you're looking at stuff, what came first? Like well, if you're looking yeah, at, did, did the sketch come first or did the AI come first? Did the AI come first and then like uh, work its way backwards mm-hmm. or, and how, I mean, I, honestly like how are they going to prove i don't know i don't know that there is a way you know yeah i mean you could probably times i mean there's probably metadata in the ai renderings that would say time place date how it was created sure absolutely all the way i understand it every single one of those things is being cataloged you know this this whole like incredible time where we're all free to go play with these programs yeah is 100 being used to teach it to be better at what it does so at some point they can say all right here's the final product i want a hundred dollars a month to use it and 
there's new laws. Yeah. I, you know, I want, I, you know, the company wants to own part of everything that you use to create it with, or, right. you know, something like that. So that's all coming down the pike. As soon as we teach it enough to be as good as we want it to be, then, <laughs> then we'll pay. Uh, what's wrong user? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was a, it was a tough week, uh, getting over that and yeah. working with all of that and working my way out of that. And, um, I finally was seeing the light in the last, the project ended today. The last okay. two days I was yeah. able to kind of <laughs> claw my way out of that and, and get some, some good things done, <laughs> but it was, a, it was a dark period and some of my drawings were not good not good no matter how hard i tried it was just coming out in my art and like you know when you're working on a job like this with a deadline um right you just have to draw you know some yep. and sometimes you don't you're not feeling it sometimes it's not working but it doesn't matter you still have 10 more drawings that need to be done before you can clock out tonight and some some of those drawings are not going to be great <laughs> But you still, they still need to exist, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's tough. That's hard. That, that is really rough. And God, yeah, like I, I am, I am flabbergasted, like at like the whole process there. And it's interesting to me because these are these are all things that I need to share with my yes. students yeah, and, and like these, to know. these this whole generation coming up with these these uh these tools or or how things are going to work for them when they get in the industry because i mm -hmm. i mean i do have students who are really passionate about the process and learning the process but if they get there and then they're like oh well we're just gonna punch this data into it's the thing it's a thing, you know, it, it yeah. happens, it happens. My dad was talking to me, I was talking to him about, about that today. Uh, and he's, uh, he was an engineer for yeah. his, his entire career. He designed train cars. Um, so he did a, a, you know, just technical design, you know, and when he yeah. started, uh, it was all drawn by hand, you know, 3d renderings yeah. drawn in pencil and then a sheet of like vellum put down over that and then inked with rapidiographs on this like piece of plastic. Oh my God. They, yes. And then they would throw that thing up on these giant, like blueprint making machines that are like yeah. straight, they're straight up Frankenstein's uh, <laughs> laboratory machines. <laughs> you know, we're talking like six foot tall glass tubes, the size yeah. of, you know, garbage cans made out of glass and they would wrap these, clear pieces of vellum around it and then a, p a piece of reactive paper around that and inside and that tube we just go somewhere you know a dove would explode and <laughs> then they'd peel that piece of paper off and put another one on and they would you'd make copies of these these drawings you know but his favorite part was the drawing doing those drawings yeah um you know and then uh the computer came along and the cad systems came along and he was like oh this is going to re replace drawing. I'm just going to be using this computer system. And then it did. And 
in the last 25 years of his life, he, he didn't technically draw anything. You know, he made thousands of images on the CAN system. Right. He, he didn't draw any of them. You know, he plotted them out. He, you know, uh, much like uh, Illustrator, you know, he he put points, uh, you know, yeah. you know, a lot of points on there and made these images but um, the drawing was was done. That was just no no longer part of the business anymore. Um, yeah, and that's that is a real possibility here for these kids coming up. And I, I, I don't like it. I, I feel I, I sorry think... for them. You know, if especially the ones that are interested, that enjoy the process, that you know, yeah, that they're an artist for a reason. <laughs> a lot of that artist stuff is going to be done by the computer now. Um, with mod uh, again, like you were saying, with modifications yeah, made absolutely. by by hu creative humans, yeah, who who understand what it takes to make it work in the real world, um, yes. or 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 for the application that they're going to be using it for. I mean, right, whatever it, that it, is. It, yeah, like you could say, give me a character that looks like it was designed by Steven Silver, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it, it renders this thing out, but it still doesn't have the character. Yes, that absolutely. somebody like a, a a draftsman with a line and an understanding of shape and form, mm -hmm. like not going to be there. Like you, like you're. I, I'm like Tyler Perkins' work on like Ben Ten. Oh yeah, and. And on everything like, that yeah, amazing. Uh, kid, kid cthulhu like i don't uh, know why there's not an animated series why well, don't have a that. toy of it here on my desk yeah, and a, right. a dvd of it downstairs you know absolutely um but like his work and uh like all all those character designers and everything now it's going to be like oh i can just plug this thing in and give me something with their aesthetic mm-hmm and now you're you're stuck with a copy. It's a copy of a copy of a copy. Yes, and, and you're all that personality is gone. That is definitely that is the thing that I am. I mean, obviously, I'm worried about my job. You know mm -hmm. what that's going to look like in ten years. But I keep going. <laughs> I keep thinking like, what will the landscape look like? You know, ten years on when we have. Uh, movies, television shows, and books being written by AI, being designed by AI, being animated by AI. Right. Um, it's going to get pretty homogenous pretty quick. You know? <sighs> Especially even, since like, it'll be able oh. to... They'll, once, once they get the hang of it, they'll be able to crank out stuff. I mean, the whole point is so much faster than before. You know? Be just to... because it's faster doesn't mean it's better. It's oh, like no. that well, thing. that's like... what I'm saying. It will not be better, but no. it will, there'll be there'll be more of it because they can do yeah. it faster. You know, um... it's like, do you want it fast? Do you want it good? Or do you want it cheap? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want all three, and the, it does not work that way. You can have it fast <laughs> and good, but it won't be cheap. You yes. can have it good and cheap, but it won't be fast. <laughs> Well, that's the yeah. thing. This AI just makes it fast. It gets it gets you fast, you know. And I think a lot of people don't care about the good. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, yeah. As long as it's there. I mean, apparently the internet cares about good because all they do is complain <laughs> if something is mildly <laughs> off about something. 
Yeah, even just a hair's breadth. Yeah. <laughs> I saw oh, this was amazing. Like we're we're you know wringing our hands over the art end of this, but this you know these machines can equally put out just as convincing photorealistic images. Right. Right. And um, there have been one or two, you know, like um, propaganda style pieces oh. put out with accompanying photos of, you know, like fake oh. things that have happened <laughs> here and there. Um, yeah. And dangerous. Uh, yes. Dangerous. Well, it, it's definitely yeah. dangerous. And it's getting, you know, right now there are things where you can, you can, you and I could look at an image and say, I'm pretty sure this is AI. Yeah. There's still a handful of things that it does, you know, um, but they're going to iron that out eventually. But here's the amazing science fiction thing about it. it right now, um, you know, you know, AI has got problems with hands, right? Yes. It gets It gets caught up in the detail of hands and it can't help but add maybe one or two extra fingers on there curl those fingers in the wrong way or something well right now you can go and buy yourself fake fingers with a ring on them that you can put on your hand so if someone takes a picture of you you can say look at this that's not real that's an, that's not me stealing that stuff this is an ai generated image i got six fingers in that photograph that's crazy this someone's yeah. trying to someone's trying to catfish me you know Someone's ga gaslighting you when in reality it's absolutely you with a fake finger on. <laughs> I I'm I was, gonna buy it. I'm it's buying like some <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic stuff there. You yeah. know, like it's crazy. <laughs> but how? Uh, God, I hate going down this rabbit hole again. I know um, it keeps pulling us back in. I'm sorry I went that way. It was no, just my week, it, and it got me. No, it, and it, it's it blindsided it, me hard, hard. <laughs> It's one of those things that we are, I mean, we're, we're subject to it, right? We, mm -hmm. we are, we're living in this time of change and um, there are always going to be people who make art by hands. I mean, if, if they don't need a graphic designer anymore, they don't need a commercial illustrator or, 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 or somebody to design characters or do these things go paint make art some other way um still make comics or tell stories the way you're going to tell them um but right now people are so it's an infatuation yeah absolutely and my thing is is everything looks the same so you don't have a differentiation of style the algorithm has put its stamp on there and it looks generated. It doesn't look as, um, I don't know. It doesn't look as. Asyncratic. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, there's... like there's not a lot of, it, it didn't go through multiple people's hands. Mm -hmm. It went through one specific filter. Yeah. Yeah. And when you have a team of people who are working together for a common goal, you're going to have revisions and changes and thoughts that you didn't have, that somebody else didn't have. And then all of a sudden, there's going to be a little detail on a sword. 
mm-hmm. right? That yeah. a prop master or a prop maker is going to build and they're like, oh, well, we need to change this for this. And then you're going to say, oh, well, if you're going to change this, I need to change the detail. And then it's going to keep cycling through. AI is not going to do that. AI is just going to give you a sword based on the sword, based on your description of a sword or what it realizes is a sword. Right, right. So that's where we'll start getting this strange smoothing out of things. You know, this, it might not be so noticeable right away, but I feel like it's one of those things where if you were to hop ahead, you know, with the, the eyes you have now, you right. be very noticeable, you know. Um, but I think that's going to be something. I, I think there'll be a point where people get tired of it. They're like, I am tired of this was so much fun two years ago, but right. I'm over it now. Let's see something else. <laughs> you know, well, I'd like to see it handle 2D art. Because I haven't seen 2D art render. Well, just last night I watched a video mm. on YouTube of a guy who built an entire 2D platformer game using uh, images he generated in AI. Um, and uh, it looked great. It looked great. And he did it like grossly quickly, very upsettingly quickly. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like... <sighs> It, it it this gets under my skin i i, I want to be on top of this stuff i want to see what, how people are using it how it's being uh you know handled out there so yeah i've been watching a bunch of people a bunch of artists a bunch of designers use this ai and how they use it and um what they're learning from it and they all always talk about oh gosh i really put a lot of time into this i was working so i i this took so long to finally get to this iteration I was maybe, I maybe saw hundreds of images, you know, over the course of an hour or two. Yeah. Three or four hours. It's never more than a day. They're, they're griping about how they, 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 I I feel like it feels disingenuous to me. Like they're, they're making sure, you know, this is still work. This is still Mm -hmm. a grind. You know, I'm not just magically getting these images I'm putting words in and magically getting images. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I mean, it's hard. It's very, very hard. It's still hard. You know, it's yeah. not, it's like, yeah, you've got to filter through this stuff. You've got to look at a lot of images to, and you've got to, you've got to hone your wording to get the right. things that you want. But it is nothing compared to 15 years of study. And then, right. and then, the time it takes to create each one of those images after 15 years of study. No, it's still only a handful of hours that it takes to right. create all the artwork for a game that would have taken months before has taken you a day. There yeah. is no complaining about that. There's no, no complaining you, about that. You can't whine. You All you can say <laughs> is, is like, I did this faster than you. Yeah. Whether or not it's better, whether or not it's better than you. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, you know, that's up to debate. It's art, you know, anyone, Uh, uh, everyone's ideas are different about, you know, what constitutes a good image, you know, but uh, yeah. So it it is a little, uh, 
it's it's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> now the stuff the guy was coming up with, the, the, no, the stuff the computer was coming up with, um, when he finally got it to come up with what he wanted, um, was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, have I seen better stuff? Yes. Have I seen thousands of games that didn't look as good as the one that he came up with? Yeah. Yeah, I have. So he was still, you know, in the in the couple of days that he put in to make this this platformer, it's the art style still looked better than half of the stuff that was out there already. You know? Right. So that's pretty amazing and terrifying. <laughs> have oh god there's this game it speaking of games um my students were have been talking about it. it's this pizza game oh, i wish i knew what it was called pizza i like pizza it it is like earthworm jim meets mario meets some like weird like animation mm -hmm. it, but like the style it, it's a platformer but it is in this really absurd strange world and i'm like that's the crazy shit that you won't yeah. get with ai yeah well i mean earthworm jim right fantastic to look at yeah you know every every background a painting you know so the, and yeah. the crazy animations you know the idea of using his head slash body as a whip as a, and a yeah. helicopter to like get around and stuff. That's all great stuff. <laughs> and like having to flip cows and like weird <laughs> crow cow. enemies and like so great. And if you've ever looked at that concept art, mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. it, like it, it is so amazingly like on the money. Yeah. Like it's like everything was fully like realized in it in uh Doug Tenepel's head before he did it. And uh yeah, those uh, god, it's so much fun. It, it, but are you going to get and that's where we really have to differentiate ourselves from the the robot overlords is that <laughs> we still have insanity. Yes. That's, we still that's have true. this 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 thing that's going on. They're very, I mean, it's robotic, right? It's zeros and ones. Yeah. It's it's not sitting around and being like, oh, the the Alabama pig people are <laughs> are. <laughs> it's coming back, but like. No, it, it's not that. It's not that communication. It's not that conversation between a group of people in a room just being at, like, just throwing out random words to hit something while people are drawing and then coming up with this thing. Now it's like, oh, I'm just going to put random words in a generator and then throw a style attached to it. Yeah. It, it Well, you it, adjust the slider bar for inspiration yeah. and you adjust the slider bar for crazy and... You get you get what you're going for at the end. <laughs> On a scale of one to coked out Robin Williams, where are we at? How much do we need to rastify this? Above. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh man, yeah, it's true. Well, that's the thing. Like a lot of the stuff that appealed to me initially about the AI, 
AI stuff was right. the mistakes it was making. You know, the right. things that it 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 couldn't rec- recognize, the things it was trying to do and, and failing at. And that's where you got this strange, uncanny otherworldliness, you know? And I liked that stuff. But the better it gets, the more it'll work that out. And at like yeah. at a certain point, it'll smooth all the edges off. And then everything will be just this like slick, perfect stuff. Yeah. When in reality, in the end, you know, humans, that stuff, we, we notice it even if we don't notice it. You know, that's why all that CGI, that great Marvel CGI, you know, yeah. just looks like a soup of pixels after a certain point. Just like this, it doesn't, I, I'm not, you know, it could be anything, you know, it's a thousand people fighting or whatever. I, it, <laughs> and that's the that's been the complaint about special effects and and, and computer generated effects for yeah. years is you for can't make now. these things out. Yeah. And Ant Man, uh, Quantumania was one of those things where there were definitely some some spots that were lacking. And uh, the the guys working on it have actually come out and said they didn't put their best effort in because they were spread too thin. Sure because they were working on black panther or they Uh had to go and do something else and like my big problem and it wasn't even a big problem because it's modok oh (laughs) i forgot modok was gonna be in that man how did he look modok i i don't want to ruin it for you but like in like the robotic form, like he has like a shield over his face, mm-hmm. right? When he's the robotic form of Modok before you see his actual face mm-hmm. is terrifying. It is everything you'd want from Modok. Nice. As soon as that face goes up and like that thing goes up, you're like, all right. It, <laughs> like they did that on uh, a Friday night. <laughs> like they're, they're closing up shop. And they're yeah. like, yeah. Frank, we're going home. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it happens sometimes, you know. It, what can you it do? It does. <laughs> but it's still the amount of detail that goes into the and, and even the fact that uh uh an Ant-Man movie exists yeah. to begin with. It's great with Modoc and King the Conqueror <laughs> in it. Like we live in an incredible time. But people take these things so literally, and like they're like, "I'm gonna fight somebody over like Mar." It's like enjoy the fact that it even exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, just like everything else, I haven't thought about it once mm-hmm. since I left the movies. Sure, like yeah, like I enjoyed Slides it while I was right there. Off. Yeah, I'm just like this is fun. Will I watch it again? Probably. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it doesn't make a big impression. Yeah, no. it needs it needs something special for that. But everybody, I mean, even everybody that everybody in it was great. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer was great. Uh, Michael Douglas, amazing. Uh, just made me wish that like everybody has seen the game, mm-hmm. the David Fincher movie. Like, oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, that is real good stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, I. I I don't know. It it it's hard and once AI starts getting involved in feature films and the special effects stuff, I mean, I know they're using it for de-aging. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh things I've seen of Harrison Ford for the next indie. 
Oh yeah, is like it's creepy. I, it, but it it is, but it, you're not taking that personal acting thing away. So that's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what was it? Um, Keanu Reeves is doing the rounds for John Wick Four, and um, it, he has said he will never let them alter his performance digitally. Okay, I or, saw something if, that must have yeah. been what, what I was seeing. <laughs> and like because bruce willis's estate and bruce willis is signed off so they could use like a computer generated bruce willis in a movie somewhere mm -hmm. if they wanted mm -hmm. to right his likeness his voice everything has been sold so bruce willis can live on in future we'll movies that. that's gonna be yeah. crazy yeah yeah like 40 years from now yeah. you're gonna see bruce willis in an ai generated movie absolutely yeah which is it it, it 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 it's mind-boggling that that's where hollywood is going to go because these actors and everybody else can live on forever we're like peter cushing showing up in a star wars movie right and we're all blown away <laughs> we're like oh that's amazing and we're like okay it's kind of just like a one-off or it's kind of it's a novelty mm-hmm yeah, this and that's is fine going, when it's a novelty, but it's going to be the norm very soon. It's going to be, yeah, we're done with actors. We're going to take all your favorite actors and we're just going to recycle them into infinity. Mm -hmm. and, and it won't, it will not even be a joke. There will be a point where it'll be, all right, we need the new Hollywood superstar. What's, yeah. the, what's, the, what's the algorithm say? 5% Keanu? Yeah, five percent Bruce Willis. Throw a little bit of Schwarzenegger in there. Give me a dash two percent Schwarzenegger, and you'd literally be able to adjust the slider bar on your favorite actors. <laughs> you know, 10, 30, 40 of them, like making uh, customizing your me. You know, in, oh yeah, or uh, you just adjust that. Uh, uh, that's that's too much. Turn turn the Schwarzenegger down one percent. There right. we go. This is looking right. Let's go with but, this. <laughs> <laughs> now we need the voice. Now, now, like, oh, just James Earl Jones, like, <laughs> <laughs> just across the board. Here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing that I think we're going to be getting is so that is definitely in the future, right? Yes. Here's the thing that's going to be even crazier. If it's just you watching it, yeah, it, it'll be adjusted to your settings. It won't be that character. It'll be the one that you like in this movie. And they'll make slightly different decisions and look slightly different to be, to, to set, you know, for, for the settings that you've got set up on, on your, uh, you know. But is that, I, so you, you sign into Netflix and Netflix mm -hmm. has a new release. Okay. Every day. And that, and the new release goes <laughs> like this. New movie, new action movie, starring your choice of stars, mm -hmm. and you you can the male lead, the female lead, and maybe like your your second and third leads, right? Your mm -hmm. your cast of characters. You select who these people are based Absolutely. on, uh, like oh, I like that combination, um. Uh, Shelley Duvall and Henry Winkler 
in uh, a Midsummer's Night's Dream, mm-hmm. directed like, by Woody Allen. Woody Allen. <laughs> Woody yeah. Allen. Uh, but like shot by Wally Fister. Yeah. <laughs> I think that will be a thing, and it will just make it for you right there, bespoke. You know, hate it. I hate and, it. And then if you really like it, you can you know you can save the link and send that link out. Hey guys, this one was good. Check it out. You know, uh, but it it take again. It takes the person like. I like the nuance of acting. I like the nuance of of uh, of art. I like yes. Cer- yeah. I like I like a pen stroke. I like I like these these things that people are saying that we don't need. That yeah. oh, we're doing this to to speed up the process, mm-hmm. but the process is what we love, um, which we've said before. Um, it's, God, it's, you know the journey. It, it's. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I've got hives. I'm oh, no. literally scratching myself with with un, being uncomfortable. I, I got AI bugs. Um, <laughs> They're crawling all over you. Mm. No, those are actual bugs, Adam. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! What is that? <laughs> Goodbye, world. That's, that one's got my face. <laughs> He's got. Uh, He's got a bad case of bill bugs. <laughs> the bill bug. <laughs> the was it the that wham or the George Michael Jade bug? <laughs> the bill the bug. bug. <laughs> they got a crawling all over your face. <laughs> uh, okay, plug that into the algorithm, people. There you go. Let's yeah, do it. Let's make some songs. Uh, my musician friends are probably rolling over right now. Oh, <laughs> like, no, man, seriously, don't, don't tell them to do that. Oh God! All right, so uh, here's another question, and these are questions that I that I have. Um, is what's the longest time you've worked on something? Uh, Wait, before before... You, we get into that, we're coming yeah. up on the end of our hour here. Oh, actually, uh, the, we, our new we recording can... program. Yeah. I, I think we're going to be able to extend it here. Uh, okay. That this this time uh, to like figure out the uh, what we're going to do in the future. Uh, this is this is some inside baseball that we're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got some recording time constraints uh, that we're working on, um, but uh, we haven't recorded in a couple weeks, so we're gonna we're gonna keep going here. Uh, um. <laughs> What's the longest you've worked on something before scrapping it? Yeah, I was thinking about that. And I think way back in the day, um, my first indie comic that I created uh, was called Evil Man. Yeah. And um, I did a, a one shot called Evil Man Saves the World to Test the Waters. And it did pretty good. It made a little bit of money, uh, and that was good enough for you know Moonstone to say, "Hey, it made a little bit of money. We should make some more of those." So, um, I decided to do a three-issue miniseries to follow up "Evil Man Saves the World," called uh, "Tentacles, Toasters, and Terror." And um, I put out the first two issues, and then I uh, did most of the third issue, and sputtered out and i i wrote the third issue 
I thumbnailed the third issue. I drew the cover. Uh, Ken Wolak, um, who was working oh. with Paul Mounts at the time, yeah. colored the cover. It is gorgeous. I uh, penciled the first 10 pages. I inked the first three pages. Um, but I never finished it. Um, I, I must have I must have put in at least, you know, a good month of like work time and you know months of planning and thinking about it, working on that story. Yeah. If you count the first two issues as the beginning of that story, the the story technically never ended. You know, um, it was it was that it was six months worth of work on on those books um that i that never finished and they are still it is still a weight in my soul from time to time as i look back on that and like think about why didn't i just finish it you know i'd i'd finished that and have you thought about doing it i i have i think about it all the time yeah and i i vacillate i go back and forth um it was definitely the best looking of the books that I'd done yeah. up to that point. You know, I was getting, I was getting better. You, you know, you get better on, you yeah. know, you, you learn from each page, you know, each panel, sometimes you get a little better. Um, and uh, it was just so much work. And uh, I don't know. I just had this the complete steam taken out of me. But yeah, so I, I think about it all the time about going back and, and finishing that third issue. You know, I've got all the pieces. I've got all these right. thumbnails that are just, especially now at the time, we're talking uh, the 90s. At the right. time, at the time, the best I could do is, you know, photocopy those thumbnails and, and blow them up on a photocopier and then light box them with a piece of Bristol board and blue line over the top of that, blah, 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 blah. Now I could just, throw those thumbnails in my scanner here and yeah. moments later have them blown up onto a under the artboard I use here on my my Wacom tablet and be inking the finished product in a matter of minutes <laughs> it'd be very it'd be very different you know and I'm much faster now um but I, I don't know part of me is like is that well, is it worth your is time? It worth, to go is back? it worth yeah. my time? Yeah. Would I would I feel like that was worthwhile? I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like absolutely yes. Sometimes I feel absolutely no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I feel I do feel I feel really bad about that. I feel bad about dropping the ball on that, not finishing that story. Um and uh I still have people that occasionally, you know send me a photo of it or find it, you know, floating around an eBay or something for $3 or something. And right. Send me a link, you know, it's like, ah, yeah. You know, and who knows how things would have, you know, things might've been different if I'd finished that third issue, collected all four books into a graphic novel collection in the, you know, middle to late nineties and put it Wait, out there. There was uh, an evil man adventures series. Like there was a just one a single a single issue. My, uh, my friend Andy Dimmitt, yeah, in, incredible, incredible artist. Like angry, it makes you angry how good he was. You know, <laughs> yeah. He he, lo- he loved Evil Man, and he he just kept asking me if he could do an Evil Man Adventures book, and uh, 
to fill in for me and the time yeah. that I was down on that third issue, they said, yeah, let, let's go ahead and do that. And I, I agreed. And he did a full standalone Evil Man Adventures comic. I've got one of the pages sitting behind me right here. Gorgeous, grotesque, incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was some wild stuff. That's but yeah, that yeah. that's the one. That's the one that uh, I I worked the longest on and scrapped, and it still it still haunts me from time to time. It's one of those it's one of those having a bad day. You lay down two o'clock in the morning to go to sleep, and your mind is like. Oh, you're trying to get to sleep? What about uh, all this stuff that you never finished in your right. lifetime? <laughs> exactly. Hey, remember uh, that girl that didn't talk to you in third grade? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's the evil man is definitely when that bubbles up in there. And uh, I've got a lot of a lot of my buddies still like I've got an incredible. Just last year, a friend of mine knitted me a foot tall evil man that's awesome that, that is yeah. incredible you guys you guys can't see it but yeah it's amazing <laughs> and he's sitting there and he's awesome looks very cool i've got a couple of uh sculptures some people have made of him i've got a a toy a friend of mine did like a whole like she sculpted an action figure and then made the backing board and the, oh, the, the card like, blister and pack everything. and everything and it looks like you know it looks like it could be hanging on you know, a Toys R Us show. Yeah. What's a Toys R Us? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you, kids. Let me it's tell you about it. it. It's a thing that's going to start showing up again. Um, <laughs> at least that was the rumor that they were going to oh, start really? showing Like, I think it was Macy's or something was going to show or, um... or like do a seasonal Toys R Us shop. Mm -hmm. It, um, just like uh, Disney, like they closed all their Disney stores. And they have a Disney section now in Target. Yes, yes. So that's what that was. It's supposed to like do something like that in Macy's. But um, so funny. I I worked at Toys R, Toys R Us after high school. Uh, met one of my best friends there. At that's the a same... dangerous place for a guy like you or I oh to be working. Oh, it was like half my paycheck went back <laughs> yeah, to Toys R Us every, every two weeks. They saw the uh, gleam in your eye and we're going to get this money back. But Iron. it was even worse because that's when like <laughs> Star Wars figures started being reissued oh, and boy. like oh, uh, Spawn toys were at their peak mm -hmm. and like all these things. And you're like, oh, why do I why do I work around this stuff? Like <laughs> and. I needed art supplies. I'm like, no, I'm just going to buy this Luke Skywalker toy for $4.99. <laughs> uh, and I could have bought like, I don't know, three pens or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, at the same time, my wife, Kristen, was working at the Toys R Us at a different location. So a parallel. Wait, before kinda, you had met her? Before I had met her. Really? Interesting. She was working. I was working at one in Calumet City. She was working at one in Merrillville, and it was at the exact same time. Wild. That's yeah. wild. So that's like one of those weird things. Like mm -hmm. she she has that experience of working there, and I can say things like, <laughs> oh, but my experience is way different. I was the my first day there, I was locked in a semi-trailer. What? <laughs> 
It was an initiation kind of thing. Wait, on like, purpose? On purpose. They Seriously. locked me in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How long did you stay in there? Four hours. Jesus. What? <laughs> <laughs> like half my ship. Like I'm the new guy. Wow. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to unload this and we're going to put these these uh, bales of cardboard back on here. Help us move this cardboard back up here. And I moved the bale of cardboard and like pushing it up there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, see ya. And they closed the door and locked it. And I couldn't pull it up from the inside. And they <laughs> locked me in. <laughs> At least you had something to lay on. Yeah. I mean, I sat on the floor. I was like, what? And this is before cell phones. It's, so it's not like I could yeah, call yeah. and say, hey, I'm locked in the truck. And every once in a while, somebody would come and bang on the door and be like, you're in there. I, and I'm like, are you going to let me out of this thing? <laughs> like, am I ever? They're like, no, we just want to see how cool you are. <laughs> and it was just to make sure that I wouldn't rat on them for all the other future bullshit that they mm-hmm. did. Uh huh. Which. Oh, I which was, was plenty. Some. Yeah, yeah. Lot, lots of crazy stuff. That's um, a whole another podcast, Toys R Us that, Stories with Adam oh, Forster. Oh, my God. Tonight yeah, we learn uh, the dark secrets. What goes on behind the scenes? Oh, after hours? Like, I'll get my buddy Kevin on here, too. Like, he and I, <laughs> well, he, he... We can call like it rigging... Jeffrey's Taint. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I dressed up as Jeffrey the Giraffe twice in the big costume. In this... <laughs> so, it, like, my my world, <laughs> my <laughs> life is very absurd. It's like, oh, have you ever been a mascot, a corporate mascot? Yes, yes, I have. Of so, course. Like, so who, who hasn't? <laughs> why not? If, if, if you get a case, if you get, like, this trunk, and you open it up, and it's got the head of a corporate mascot inside of it. Of course, you're putting it on. But you just woke up with it in the bed next to you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one told you. you no, just knew. no. I, I, well, I knew my 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 life was coming to an end. <laughs> well, wait, we well, we didn't find out what uh, what was the longest uh, project oh, you scrapped. I um. I, I won't say scrapped. So I worked on, uh, me and my buddy Rob uh, did a web comic. And we did it almost weekly. And we were putting these comics out. And uh, they were really fun and really exciting. And we just didn't get any traction. Like we, mm-hmm. we weren't building a following. And we did this for a year straight just trying to get something and that's, it's really impressive yeah we so we have i think we got close to like 60 comics or something that we did and yeah. little strips big strips um but there are sense of humor they're very much of us and it just kind of fizzled out now I, I mean it's something that i would love to revisit and yeah, was that the um losers comic strip did i see those when did you make those oh geez we made these 10 years ago like maybe maybe uh yeah i don't know that i I don't know if i've seen those i'll have to check those out 
Yeah, they. I'm just trying to to see if they. Was there an uh, overarching story, or were they like daily sort of? You know, they were just like daily strips, strips just joke strips, but they're dumb joke strips. Like, uh, uh, losers fun fact: we'll mm. never be surgeons, and it's like we're covered <laughs> in blood and like playing jump rope with like intestines. Uh huh. And they were that level of like they were they were dark and funny, but I then we would stuff. we we would make fun of things, and it just, ah, man, it that was one of the things that it. If we kept going, I I still think that there's something there, mm-hmm. um, because of what it was. But yeah, I I'll have to find them and send them to you. Um, this is the thing. I don't know. Um, I don't know if anyone who's not an artist is listening to this. Yeah. But, but if you are not an artist and you're just interested in the weird minds going on back here, you might not realize that um, artists make tons of stuff just to make themselves or their friends laugh. And, yes, and as an artist, knowing that, knowing that there are my favorite artists out there, that there are hundreds of things I've never seen and will probably never see mm-hmm. made by them, just like goofing off, you know. But some of that stuff gets, you know, the best stuff is some of that stuff, you know. Right. And, like, it drives me crazy that that stuff is out there and I'll never get a chance to see it. You know what I mean? Uh, at, at the con this uh, couple of weeks ago, Hillary Barta was there. I am a huge yeah. Hillary Barta fan. Um, and that guy is, he, you know, if he's not working on a project, he's still doing drawings every day. You yeah. Know? They're just for himself. And those drawings are incredible. You know, they are as good as, if not better than, any of the things he's put out for Image or Marvel, you know? Yeah. And uh, they speak more to me because they're like his specific idiosyncratic likes, you know? There are all these incredible aliens and weird tech and stuff, you know? Ridiculous uh, dark noir detectives, you know, getting beaten to death by, you know, a, a leg of lamb or something. They're, you know, and they're just whatever he wants to draw. And I like that stuff too. So, <laughs> but you know, like that stuff is out there and it's, it drives me crazy that it, I can't see more of it, you know? And it's, it's hilarious that I'm sure there are people that would love to see these loser strips and that just never came across them. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, 2015. I'm, okay, I'm looking at wow, like yeah. tw- between 2012 and 2015, we did 50, I'm looking at the archive right now. We did 60 comics. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, um, I, uh, hold Have up. you thought about revisiting those? Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> I really like that. And they were all like that. They were all these... Um, uh, <laughs> there are a lot of puns 
but it was it was based on Robin Eye, and it was it were there were these things and that we that I put together, and I'm like, uh, he would send me dumb ideas, and then I'd be like, okay, that makes sense, and let's like make this into a comic. Um, but yeah, that was I mean that was a long time that we didn't and just like life happened in that that time um so yeah unless you start getting some major feedback or some major reaction at a certain point you know things especially you know when with life happening around you yeah it's easy to let that stuff peter out sometimes um well, yeah i mean i was i just had a a a, a baby and do like it. These, uh, yeah kids <laughs> kids man they ruin your creative output uh, but but they're also yeah, very that, inspiring yeah oh absolutely and now i'm i'm inspired by mine so um it like has come full full for circle and then that with kids since we both we and we both have two kids mm-hmm. um how do you manu- manufacture time to work on stuff like that is the really hard part it uh, and uh, yeah i i just i used to just stay up late real late sometimes oh. you know um but uh i knew that that was coming to an end uh because there's you know i saw you know you just know on the horizon well these kids are going to be going to school one day and when they go to school that means they have to be up at a certain time and they have to be out of the house at a certain time and um if i'm staying up until four o'clock in the morning am i going to be able to get up at seven to feed him breakfast and get him out of the house not every day (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) so i had to work really hard and I'm still working to get a more reasonable schedule. Um, but that reasonable schedule has severely diminished any um, extracurricular time yeah. for myself. Um, and that's, that is something I just had to come to terms with, you know, like it, it's a, it's a real funny double-edged sword, you know, if you're if you're getting a lot of work that means that's good you're making money right. you know but that also means you're not uh, you don't have that time no matter what these days i just don't really have the choice i've got x amount of time and if it's being all being taken up by work then that's that's just it there's right there is there's... no really other place to to take it from you know and i don't i i'm really desperate not to take it from my kids too yeah um and it's hard with the the uh, the hard part is um you know a lot of us uh, aren't we're not artists by choice you know what i mean like uh you know it doesn't matter what i'm doing you know when i when i was working at a bar you know cleaning dishes and stuff i would be drawing on you know the napkins and the the cardboard pieces that they put in between the, the bottles and stuff, you know what I mean? Right. Um, it doesn't, I'm going to be drawing or painting or putting something on paper or whatever, no matter what, but, um, (sighs) 
where I, I think I lost my, <laughs> I lost my just manu- manufacturing time and yeah, not, it, but you're not. And, and I'm, I, I think I know, well, maybe I do. Um, having time you're you're always going to make art no matter what it is oh but, i know what i know what it was i okay that, sorry <laughs> the thing is like i is a hard thing my my brain uh the artsy side of my brain you know when it's when it's going when it's turned on it is really hard to pay attention to other things you know right and that is a, a real that that can be a real problem, you know. And that is something that I just have to work on sometimes because I don't want to take this time away from my kids, especially right now when they're so young, you know. Yeah. Um, but there are times I notice myself not, I'm just so not there, you know. And it's my my brain is like fashioning a story or you know trying to put together these pieces to make an interesting narrative, an interesting image, something that's got me fired up and excited. And like, I just, I realize I've been standing there at the table for five minutes while, you know, something life is going on all around me. And I've right. just like, I've been somewhere else, you know, and like, Oh man, I gotta, gotta notice that and uh, deal with it. You know, part of that is I keeping a sketchbook around so I can, Oh, Absolutely. Put, put those ideas down and then put them aside for the time being, you know, I find that helps me a lot, you know, like, Oh, this is really on my mind. Let's get it out of my mind onto some paper so I can come back to it later because I can't think about it right now, especially not in the, at, at this depth, you know, I need to do, I need to focus on driving. <laughs> right. uh, automated cars would make it so much easier to they, just they like, would, yeah. To just do nothing. That was a thing back in the day when I took the train to work in the city. Oh my that god! Was, that was an uh, you know two hours every day that you're just sitting there, and I got so much sketching and ideas out in that time, you know. But then when I was driving myself, that was a, like interminable hell. <laughs> How much time? Like. Uh, m- sketchbooks just filled with just nonsense yeah (laughs) because you're on this train whether you're writing notes to yourself or you're sketching um but that that train ride it was so important Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. i think like while i was excuse me while i was in college and when i was working in chicago having that time to kind of reset your brain creatively yeah absolutely but then also kind of work in those areas that you you didn't for your nine to five right right yeah you 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 kind of put those things all together and that was that that's time that's luxury time that is really really, Yeah, yeah it really is it's almost like that same sort of thing you get on a vacation or something, you know, yeah. where you're like, well, I can't do anything else, you Almost. know, I, I yeah, <laughs> like you're stuck here for the next 45 minutes, next hour, you might as well, you know, get, get your sketchbook out. <laughs> yeah. And like you, you might as well do something. You can't sleep the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Although, man, I tried sometimes. Oh, I I had <laughs> I had train narcolepsy. Uh huh. Like I would get on the train at Randolph, and I would fall asleep. I would fall asleep, <laughs> but I would wake up in Hammond. Like nothing was wrong. Like it wow. was like every time I would wake up, get off the train, and go home. And I'm like, I never missed a stop. Wow, I missed I, my stop once, and I, I, it was enough. That I was like, I cannot do this again. Yeah, because <laughs> the next stop after Hammond was like miles away. Oh, it was Gary. It was East Chicago, Gary. But then, like, if you missed those, you were in South Bend, Michigan yes. City. Yeah. I was in. I think I was in South Bend. It might have oh. been Michigan City when I like. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, those are those are the things I always dreaded. I was like, yeah. Oh. Because then I have to call somebody to pick me up. Yep. <laughs> oh, how this happened? Fell asleep on the train. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so I have. I guess we'll we'll wrap this up. But like my time now, like my manufactured time has mm-hmm. kind of been when my students are working. Oh, that's right. Yes. Like I can, I can give them an assignment. I can get mm-hmm. up, I can answer questions, but then it allows me to go back and I can sit and sketch and mm-hmm. kind of do some, do some stuff while they're working because I mean, I already know what they know or right. what they're <laughs> learning. Right. So, um, uh, and I have been all in, and this has been since NWI, have been just sketching characters and like i've got a couple page layouts and yeah. i'm like all right like all right. I, I i know where i know where this is going i know what i want to do and um it's kind of fun revisiting these characters mm-hmm. after a number of years and knowing like this is the empire strikes back of the saga like so if there's (laughs) but my third my third act my third act of this whole thing just the the revelation that i made yeah just like i'm doing i i don't know if anybody's done it and i'll i'll ask you after we start stop recording so all of you that are listening right now will never know what i'm talking about uh But it, it's it's really kind of exciting. So I oh, that's I, so I, cool. It, what yeah. a great that's a great feeling. Yeah, and like having this thing like sitting here, even like while we're sitting here chatting and I'm drawing. Oh yeah, nice. Oh, I like that. That's awesome. Robot eyeball guy thing. Um and and knowing where that but that's a character again. That is over 20 years old mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, I'm going to take all these things that I never had a chance to do and I'm going to do it and just see what happens. See how weird it can get and yeah. how, how weird, weird sci-fi it can get <laughs> and and push myself farther than I did on the first chapter of Humalian. It, it, forever. I'm working on the next books of the next Humalian books. Yes, you uh, heard it well, here. Yeah, book. It's going to be one, uh, probably forty-eight to fifty-six page book, nice. and it will fill that uh, 
that void that's that <laughs> that's been there for a while. So oh, that's exciting. That's so yeah. cool. So um that's what I'm excited to work on. And then I mean I'm working on that the AR stuff with my students and like teaching them these these new technologies. That's really and neat. yeah. It's 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 fun and being being able to watch them figure it out mm-hmm. and have to do these things themselves that's over the next couple of weeks going to be really exciting yeah that's got to be really gratifying yeah and how interesting it's so cool to see what they come up with oh they've got some really great ideas i just want because my goal is to have these ready for an art show and cool. that you scan the QR code in the art mm-hmm. show and all of a sudden you're in this immersive environment. Yeah. That's awesome. That doesn't exist. It's not <laughs> there, but you look on your phone, you're like, I'm here. My phone says I'm here. That's so cool. But this is not. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely think that's going to be fun. So, um, yeah. Anything else? We got to talk about. Oh, we covered a, a lot of ground here today. We did. We made we made up so we made up for not recording. Yeah, for a it's little a, bit. It's gonna be a chunky episode. Yeah. I hope you were yeah. expecting the chunk because here yeah. it is. It's like those. Uh, it's like lumpy mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's still good. I yeah. like lumpy mashed potatoes. Keep the skin on. I don't care. Oh, it's yeah. all oh, good. Hell yeah. I literally had skin, like the mashed potatoes, the skin on it today. Um, you know, if we were the lumpy mashed potatoes of podcasting, you know, I would be fine with that. Yeah. I would be fine with that. <laughs> I'm pretty lumpy as is. So, yeah, right. I've already gotten very comfortable with that idea. <laughs> and I enjoy gravy. Uh- <laughs> Leave it on, boys. Oh. It's not that kind of podcast. Anyway, um, yeah. it will uh, be. It will be. We're, we're gonna give, make it. Give me time. We've got to find an audience. Uh, uh, Northwest Indiana's hottest gravy cast. Ooh, gravy cast. Oh, uh, now with biscuits. Ooh, um, ooh baby. Ah. Uh, so uh, I, I guess that's it for this week. You can find us <laughs> at, uh, on Instagram uh, pen, at, at Pencil Vomit, uh, Pencil Vomit Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can email us, uh, pencilvomitart at gmail.com. And uh, share your art. Share your thoughts about art. Share your, uh, your, your struggles, uh, things you want to talk about. and. Uh, we want to help you work through it. We want to uh, help you make the thing you want to make. And, um, and we'd love to see it. Yeah, it, 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 absolutely. We'd love to see it. And um, I've been seeing uh, a lot of cool art. I mean, a lot of people come, came to the show and actually said that they listened to us. So hello out there, the three of you. <laughs> um, uh Thanks you know for listening. We appreciate yeah, it. And we do. We really, we really do. Uh, we, we have fun doing this. So um, if we're not having fun, then we're not going to do it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, enjoy your process. Go out, make some art, enjoy it. Don't let 
the robots grind you down. Yeah, don't worry about them robots. <laughs> they're not they're not enjoying it. No. You've got a leg up on them right there. Yeah. There's there's pleasure involved. It, like it, there's a dopamine kick. Yeah. In Ooh, it, that it. you get that like no one else like the robots don't get that. Yeah. That's one thing you've got over you you get the dopamine. <laughs> and that that ain't nothing. Let me tell yeah, you. No. <laughs> dopamine dopamine's a, a commodity. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it's gonna be like uh like Strange Days, that Ralph Fiennes movie, mm -hmm. the the Catherine Bigelow movie. Like <laughs> it's all dopamine <laughs> because it, you can revisit anything from anywhere. Oh uh, man, it's constant, constantly high on your own uh, supply. <laughs> yeah. But thank God for drugs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's All the right, end of that one. That, that's the end of that's the end of the <laughs> the episode. Uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Make some art. Let's all go make some art. Yes, absolutely, all of us. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.